Yo, what's up, man? Cool it, man. You know what I want to hear, right? What you want to hear? Welcome to another episode of the Buffet Boys. Happy Halloween, you fucking schmucks. You know what it is. <laughs> it's episode 44. That's right, the Barack Obama episode. Ooh. We in the building. Yo, this is gonna be a nice one. It's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of laughs in this one. A lot of spooky tales. Uh yeah, yo, listen, you know what it is. It's your boy the Salvadoran sensation, La Semilla de Marañón Ebb. And of course. As always with me, it's my main man, Hundred Grand, the Hotep Hustler himself, the best import coming out of Mexico. Mr. Stole Your Chick gave a right back because right now he's financing these fucking Dodger tickets and Game 7 is on the horizon. <laughs> All right. You also know him best at Mr. Kodak Brown, 31 Savage, the Dutch Dynamo. Mr. General Hate, it's my boy Vic. <laughs> What's poppin', Vic? Yo, what up, man? Not much, dog. Happy Halloween to you and yeah, yours. Man. <laughs> <laughs> to me a and pa- mine. Thanks, yeah. Man. Likewise. En- Likewise. En- enjoy this pagan holiday. <laughs> the Babylon team that is Halloween. I love it. <laughs> hey, I love Halloween. Don't you? Don't you start with that shit. I love Halloween too. You know what I don't like, Vic? You, Candy what, corn, what dog. Like? Oh, dog. <laughs> that is like the wackest candy on earth. That and like and peppermints, dog. I like they. Those, oh those man, actually, no. hey, I like both of those things. Jesus Christ, Vic. like they're not my favorite, but I like them. Listen, candy man. Candy corn, it ain't, it ain't bad. I don't like it. Ain't bad. Dog, you can't have more than like fifty candy corn without your fucking mouth. Tasting like why the fuck. fuck are you trying? Why are you trying to eat fifty candy corn? What the fuck, dog? Because they're so small, handfuls, handfuls. You don't even know how many you're eating, and that's the problem. Yo, eat them one at yeah. a time, man. Just eat them one at a time. Yo, this uh, <laughs> I'm over here giving Jerry Seinfeld jokes, y'all. Listen, the levels right now are, are you don't even know. Like literally, this shit just went over your head. Seriously. What's the deal with candy corn? corn. (laughs) You're eating 50 at a time. What's the problem? They're candy, but they're not corn. (laughs) What is the deal? Why are they still being sold at the stores? Yo. Yo, man, listen. Real quick, man. I um over the weekend, man, I uh, I was trying to find some things to watch on on Netflix. And obviously, Uh Big Mouth. You know, that shit's been... Yep. I just had to binge watch the whole thing. Yep. But I came across a Jerry Seinfeld special and Vic I do not for the life of me understand what is the affinity with white people and Jerry Seinfeld. I do not get it cuz I was sitting there like yo these fucking jokes are mad corny dog like i was like what the fuck like dog there's some people out there <laughs> passing out like michael jackson was in concert i was like yo chill like that oh, shit 
Do you get on Long Island or do you go into Long Island? Well, you get on Long Island to go into the city. And then do you get in the cab or do you get on a cab? No, you get in the cab. I got it. I got it. I've seen it. Dog, that's what I felt like, dog, when I was listening to it. Like, I get it. Let me try to tell you. Let me try to tell you what it is. First of all, if you want to explain why people are laughing in there, there's like a... There's like a study that was done that essentially tells you that whenever you're in a group of people, whatever emotion is being felt is usually heightened. So if it's kind of funny, if you're in a group of people, it's going to be really funny. That's why movies are meant to be seen in theaters. That's why music is best live. That's it's it's important. It's like an important thing. But this Jerry Seinfeld stand up was really bad. I gotta tell you, I, I seen it too. I like Jerry Seinfeld. I love Seinfeld the show. I think he's a funny guy. He does a lot of good things, but uh, pass. If you're gonna watch it on Netflix, pass. Yeah, hard pass at that, man. Because that shit was. <laughs> oh my god, damn! This shit is not dog. Even if even if what you what you're saying is true. If I was in that room, I'd be like, yo, this shit is not funny. Like, I'd be heckling him. Like, yo, get the fuck off the stage. Get the fuck out of here, you fucking cornball. You fucking wag. Get in the Uber, you fucking clown. And then he'd crush you with his wallet. Yeah. He'd just lay his wallet on your head. And I mean, you'd be, be a uh, Coke can, dog. Just crushed up. You know what, Vic? I would rather watch that, dog. I would rather watch Jerry Seinfeld's fucking <laughs> his bank account and his in his statements. I'd rather see that shit, dog, because yo, that's that that comedy special is far from comedy, far from comedy. So, but yeah, man. Can't, if they gonna hate, then let them hate and watch Money Pile Up, man. Oh, a, a wise did. man once said that. Yeah, a was that Lloyd? Was that wise was, man. was that the young man Lloyd Banks Esquire? Was that him? That was yes. fifty, I think. That was it fifty. Was it Curtis it was Jackson? 50. Curtis Jackson III? Yeah, yeah it was so. 50, but I think Lloyd Banks told him that. I think Lloyd Banks told oh. him that, and he said that on the... Mm, full circle. <laughs> full circle. Yo, listen. There it is. There Yo, we're giving history lessons today on the Buffet Boys, man. Oh, <laughs> God damn, man. You motherfuckers ain't ready. Terrible That's history. A- <laughs> <laughs> history nonetheless. Uh, Yo, so what's up, Vic? Are you ready for Halloween or what? I am. I'm gonna do exactly the same thing I did last year. Which is what? Be Not old. a goddamn thing. <laughs> <laughs> Be fucking, fucking old chill. and I do shit. Oh man, yeah. chill. And hopefully, watch yeah, the fucking I, Dodgers I, pull it hey, out. That's true. That's true, man. But I've I've had my day. I, I mean, oh. you know, I don't have kids. And I'm a little too old to be trick or treating. <laughs> yo, for real, yo, you can't be going out trick or treating at this age. Motherfuckers think you're some sort of pedophile. Like, who the fuck is that? Who's I that? got a niece. Who's... I swear, I got a niece. <laughs> yeah, where's uh... she at? She's at home. <laughs> <laughs> she can't eat candy. She can't eat candy. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but you know, I, I've had some fun t- times in the past. You know, I've I've yo. had my fair share of. Halloween days, but um, I remember Ed, those. I remember those days, Vic. I remember those we'll days very it, vividly. Woo, yeah. Maybe we'll get into it, but um, Ed. I mean, since it's Halloween, what better way to kick off this Halloween episode than with a Halloween party? Ooh, those are always good. Those are always good. Yeah, yeah. Right now, Miss Kelly Rowland with her fine ass, with her fine uh, chocolate had, self. Mm. Yeah, had a had a Halloween party, and it looked like it was the motherfucking spot, Ed. Yeah, man. It was at a West Hollywood 
bar brand new called Poppy. Yes, not Poppy that sells you the fucking ounce or the fucking. Oh yeah, Poppy. Hey, Poppy. <laughs> uh, no, man. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Kelly Rowland held a, a party, a costume party actually at um at this club called Poppy in West Hollywood, California. Mm-hmm. And uh, pretty much anyone who was anyone. Wait, 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 wait. Chill, 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 chill. I think, I think you, I think you're hyping this one up, but just a tad. I All right, mean, a lot of people that like, were, <laughs> a lot of people that are are famous people were at son, this party. Son, I saw Atheon Crockett on there. I was like, that's not anybody's <laughs> anybody. <laughs> if, yo, if motherfuckers from Wild and Out are popping up at your shit, then maybe it ain't like you know, like A list. Yeah, maybe it wasn't. It ain't A list. Like a plus list. Maybe it's like A minus. But yeah. um. But then again, you you balance it out with like a Beyonce and a Jay Z there at the same time. Oh yeah, what a fine. Yeah, that kind of bumps it up. Yo. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. just like we said, like Beyonce and Jay Z were both there. Uh, they went. They came as um, Biggie and Lil Kim, which I thought was interesting. <laughs> but uh, yeah, right. When you think about it, <laughs> like like if we really sit back and think about that relationship, you'd be like, I don't. I mean. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly like you're already on you're already on some rocky terrain with your relationship, Jay Z. How about we pick a better yo, fucking couple? Imagine that conversation, like yo, yo, B, listen, I'm gonna go as Biggie, you go as Kim, like, uh, yo, like nah, I don't what know. were the alternate? You, you trying to what make were the this, alternate, you, What were the uh, alternate costumes? Fucking dogs, OJ and fucking, and fucking Nicole. <laughs> Nicole. <laughs> Yes, Damn. seriously, yo, like how you gonna how you gonna tell your wife to be the side chick? <laughs> like, yo, you literally <laughs> Yo, she fuck? made an album about the shit that you did and you gonna tell her, yo, you be little Kim. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a good idea. No, it's not. It's not. But listen, when you're Jay Z and when you're Beyonce, you can basically do no wrong. And at the end of the day, listen, they were they were looking they were looking cool. But that really they were wasn't, looking right. They, they were looking comfortable was, is what they were looking at. They were yeah, looking like, yeah. I'm going to dress as something where I'm not going to be way uncomfortable and I can just throw on right before we leave. Because that's exactly what Jay-Z did. He literally threw on a red jacket, a fucking Kangol hat, and shades and said, yeah, I'm, 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 biggie. <laughs> I'm biggie. Which we'll get, which we're kind of going to get into a little bit regarding this fucking lackluster costumes. Because, <laughs> yo, some of these well, shows I, like, no, let's nah. just talk, Let's just talk about it now, Eb. Oh, like, fuck. Okay. 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 So, so, you run the show. So, Eb, like, one of the cool things about Halloween is when you go out and you see people that made a great effort and the costume looks really great, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you figure, man, some of these people, they're going to go to really great parties. You figure they'd pay someone or they'd make throw some money at looking good at these parties, at least with the costumes they have. Yeah. Man, that was not the case at this party. A lot of the, a lot of the costumes they had look way just unimaginable whack they look whack yeah as fuck. they look they look boring that's what they look like it was just very boring nothing interesting uh it was like okay um i'm gonna go as biggie just find me a couple pieces of clothes that looks like biggie could have worn them at some point he mm-hmm. wore like a red yeah, jacket like what the fuck <laughs> it's terrible it's terrible they they were not yeah man no there was, one was some really trying no one was trying, duds. at least from the, yeah, at least from the images that I saw, no one made a really good effort. Like, no one gave uh, a fuck. Yeah. They're like, we're just going to get fucked up. We're going to hang out <laughs> with all these people. 
cool. Which you know what? I can't blame. I can't blame him because nah, I guess it's kind that. of like another. That's kind this of another my problem. Drawback, How though. the fuck you? Nah, you can't have that much money. You can't have that much money and wear a. That's some shit I would wear, Vic, and be like, "Yo, <laughs> I got a red jacket." No shit, some you were, shades you were dope boy for how like, many years, Ev? How many years were you dope boy? <laughs> <laughs> Very easy, yeah, dog. Exactly, good. dog. But if I was a fucking multi-millionaire, best believe, dog, I'd be shutting it down if I'm going to a fucking costume party. Otherwise, keep your fucking whack ass at the crib, dog. Like I'm surprised some of these people were even let in. You know what I mean? Like ASAP Rocky, ASAP <laughs> Rocky came as himself. He just had a fucking yep. uh, a crew neck, very un- unimaginative. Uh, JD came as himself as well. You know what I mean? Like he was looking. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's Yo. cold, man. That's fucking. You're wrong, Em. You Yo, are J- wrong. He Yo, came J- with some like fucking really stupid looking mask. He literally uh, got the 99 cent store. He got the Dollar General, did, dog. Did, nah, he went to Party City for sure, but. Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't anything special. It was like something off the rack, not imaginative. This. This is. I'm telling you, this is some bullshit. Bullshit. Um, Usher, your man Usher, also Yo. someone walking around on Lord thin ice, came as mercy. Rick James. Yo, listen. First of all, I didn't know that it was Rick James. You had to tell me it was Rick James. I thought he was. <laughs> I thought he was fucking. Uh, Oh boy, from from coming to America. What's his, uh, sexual what's his chocolate? Name? Sexual chocolate, dog. I thought it was him. I was like, yo, your man was out here looking. Yo, listen, Usher. The way Usher was dressed, he looks like he's giving people herpes. Like I'm like, yo, what are you doing? Like, if a man gave you herpes, that's what Usher dressed like. He looked crazy. He did not I look like Rick James. Children are a future. <laughs> like, yo, he has a bandana around his neck, no shirt. I'm like, dog, stop it. Stop it. Like, nah, man, Mm-mm, I don't believe it. Um, and then who else, Vic? Who else do we have on here that were just like, oh, Dude, two, two chains? Two chains, Ev. Two chains. <laughs> Came out here looking like the guy from the St. Lunatics with the mask on. Like, it looked it like was... fucking slow down from the St. Lunatics. Just like, hey, <laughs> happy Halloween. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> another one that was like super inimaginative. If it was Murphy Lee or not Murphy Lee, would slow down from from St. Lunatics, then yep. I give him the award for best costume. <laughs> but if it was him just saying like, "What can I do? Let me stop by Party City and grab a hockey mask." It's exactly like, what it looked come like on, too, my dude. dude. Come on, yeah. yeah what seriously. are you doing? You can't have that much money me going to these fucking parties. Like, nah, man. I mean, listen. If it was just some regular Joe Schmo, I get it. You know what I mean? Like, whatever. You tried because your girl made you go to the party. And you're just like, fuck, I guess. Yeah, Hence yeah, yeah. why you're Doughboy for like five years in a row. You know what I mean? <laughs> but if you're fucking worth hundreds of millions of dollars, I'm sure you can fucking throw someone a bone and be like, oh, I'm going to be such and such. Like, nah, cut it out. Plus, you know, you're going to get photos <laughs> taken of you. Yeah, seriously. So... But- Man, but, I don't know. I think I think we should put up a little poll and give a little picture with uh with these people that were dressed up. Let us know who you think was the worst dressed at this Halloween party. Uh, make sure you check us out on uh, Twitter, Buffet underscore Boys. It'll be up there. Um, well, Ed, I think we should talk about maybe some like uh personal uh, Halloween experiences, Ed. Yeah, man. Ed, what is the best Halloween experience you had? Um, you know what, Vic? I've had a couple. I've got. I've had a couple lit Halloween experiences. You know. Uh huh. I mean? Uh huh. Um, but I think I'll be honest with you. 
probably the best one that I could think of was the first year that I dressed up as um as uh, Leonardo from Leonardo. Yeah, because Leonardo Ninja from Turtles? Fucking, for Ninja Turtles, dog. Yes. <laughs> but you know, okay. listen, you know how you know how Latino parents are. Dog. They will never dress you up as what the character actually fucking looks like. So <laughs> my mom got me a fucking karate outfit. Bought me a <laughs> You think I'm playing? She, I don't. She bought, she, I don't. She, she bought me a black gi and then bought me a fucking blue bandana, a 99 cent plastic sword, and she got the trash can lid and strapped it to my back, dog. And we went Hell trick or treating. Yeah. <laughs> and oh, we went trick or treating in a white neighborhood, dog, looking just fucking out of pocket, crazy as fuck, walking down the streets. With the I, gall to ask for fucking candy, dog. I wonder what I'm some the, of these. I wonder what some of these white people think when when these you know uh, little brown babies come up, dog. With in the, the fucking worst early nineties, dog. In the early nineties, stop it, dog. You already know they were like, oh, just give them the candy, Bob. Look at him. Do you want some soup? Like, <laughs> like shit. So, yo, we were listen. My, I was like, when I I have a picture. Now, and I look back, I was like, God damn, I wouldn't do that to my kid. Not in a million years. Like, not at one dog. I looked fucking crazy, dog. As a matter of fact, <laughs> it wasn't, dog, you know what the worst thing about it? It wasn't even a bandana that I'm thinking about. It was a fucking blue headband that my mom had that she used to work out. <laughs> damn. You, have to remember, <laughs> you have to remember, this was the, this was like the early, early 90s. So yeah, back yeah. in the day when people used to work out, this is when aerobics was popping, Vic. Like when aerobics Ooh, was. exercise. Yeah. So my mom used to have like the whole get up with the fucking thick ankle socks and the headband and the fucking <laughs> wristbands. She gave me her fucking blue headband. You remember them old school 99 cent swords that you can get at little at the little Chinese spots? She of gave me one I of do. those. I had on a fucking black gi and she got me the Chinese slippers from the fucking from the swap meet. And she strapped a fucking trash can lid to my back, dog. And that was that was Leonardo, in uh, his in in all his fucking glory and essence, the little Salvadoran Leonardo from Ninja Turtles asking white people for chocolate, dog. Like except she called them Ninja Turtles for some reason. <laughs> oh, y quién sos Leonardo? El Leo, sos Leo, sos Leobardo, <laughs> the Mexican. <laughs> Leobardo, ¿quién es Leobardo? Oh, no. Leobardo, Leobardo la, tor la tortuga. Yeah. ¿Quién es la tortuga? Okay. Yeah, la tortuga. La tortuga Leobardo. That's what she would tell my aunt, oh, dog. Shit, man. Sí, es Leobardo. Yeah, dog. That shit was the. That was probably the the best the best at least the best moment I could think of, dog. Because when I look back on it, if it was like let's say like back then, you don't know no better, right? Now, when I look at that shit, I was like, yo, what the fuck did my mom do to that's, me? That's borderline child abuse. <laughs> <laughs> dog, like, that's some shit that I could have worn to Kelly Rowland's party, dog. And they'd be like, oh, shit. <laughs> Inventive. Oh, shit. <laughs> Inventive. I like it. <laughs> what about you, Vic? Man, you know what? I mean, I had a lot of good childhood Halloweens, but... I'm envious. The best ones, the best ones I had, and the best ones I had were always as an adult, man. Oh yeah, yeah. So, you know, this this story brought back some good memories because it reminded me of of this one time I went to Halloween 
in Hollywood. So part of the Halloween festivities in Hollywood oh, uh, happen to be yeah, it happens to be the biggest Halloween party in the world. Yep. And yep. and it, it ranges every year from anywhere from half a mil to a million people on 16 city blocks. Yeah. You know how we do it? Just congestion. And they're all fucking lit. <laughs> like, Especially, like half of the pool. At least ooh. half of the people there are just walking around fucking stumbling. Dog. Just but, fucking hey, loaded. For, loaded. For the most part, for the most part, people are pretty good about, you know, not being assholes. But uh, there was one year that I had already experienced this whole Hollywood, uh, Hollywood Halloween festivities. And the next year, I had I was like, "All right, I'm gonna make an effort. I'm gonna dress up as Paul Bunyan." Mm, I remember this. I remember I got this. this. I bought this fake fake beard. I bought I bought a little lumberjack uh, beanie. I bought this this uh, flannel specifically for this, and my outfit looked pretty good. Uh, made a little axe, and uh, we do what we do. We go out there. We we you know we we drink a lot and. <laughs> And do you get faded. Thing. You got faded. Yes, yes. Yeah, we got faded, and uh, and I was I was hanging out with my friend's friend, and she was super lit too. <laughs> and I just remember, I just remember us dancing, dancing in this club, and she was stroking my fake beard. Oh shit! Like, like it was <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. I was just like, I, and I, I like kind of looked at her, and I'm like. You know my beard is fake, right? And she kind of was like, "Oh," and then she kept doing it. <laughs> oh man, it made me wish I had a real beard, man. Oh but, uh, man. But I just remember that I was like, "Okay, that was a real good night." Uh, you know, but I don't remember much after that part of the night, uh, other than as I was walking back to the car because we kind of all got split up. I turned this corner of where, you know, we parked about a mile away because it's fucking impossible to get parking. And uh, I turned the corner where I'm going to have to walk two or three streets more. And I just hear this guy on the corner saying, I was, I was sodas. Oh, I was, I was sodas. <laughs> and then when, whenever someone would get close, he'd whisper something under his breath. What? And I, like, and okay, I'm like, okay, whatever. And like, I keep hearing I was I was so those as I'm getting closer and he keeps whispering something under his breath and when I get really close to him I hear what he's saying. He's saying I was I was so those tequila and I was like What? <laughs> and you I turn over is. to the guy yeah. and I asked him how much and he's like one dollar for a shot. I'm like Yeah, oh. this is gonna happen right now. So I hit the <laughs> shot and I was just like, Yeah, there it is. And uh, oh, that's hell. the last thing I remember from that night. <laughs> fuck that, dog. That sounds like that's exactly where that sounds like where Applebee's is getting their one dollar margaritas, dog. They're getting <laughs> he is supplying them with that tequila, dog. I would not fuck with anything in Hollywood, dog. You know it's funny. I actually I don't know if you remember, but we were I was there one year in Hollywood with you. You were with some okay. buddies. I was with some yeah, buddies, yeah. and we were down in Hollywood, and I ended up at a club with you. And you had a fucking whistle around you. Oh and, shit! <laughs> and you had a—I don't know what you—I forgot what you. But dog, too short was playing, and when too short <laughs> came on, you were the—you were the fucking man of the hour in that joint. I was like, "Yo, Vic out here fucking got all the bitches with the panties wet." I—I—I 
I can barely remember that one. Like that Listen. one day that was just a little too crazy. And uh, by the way, one of the reasons I remember this night is because my family, some people in my family would not let me live it up. Like they think they thought for many, many months and many years after that I had a drinking problem because there's one or two nights that have photographic evidence where I'm, I'm lit. I'm lit. Uh, there's, yeah, no, I mean, there's no two ways about it. I'm not going to pretend like I wasn't. But I, if if you really know me, you know that I usually do not drink very much. Like, I, I, I like to pick and choose when I do. And usually, I'm not a heavy drinker. Right. Usually. But, usually. you know, on, on good occasions around good people, I'll... You know, I'll put, I'll throw caution to the wind, and I'll have fun. <laughs> and I've been, I've been with you at a couple times when you yeah. said, you know what, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, you know what, caution. Hey, I'm throwing you to the wind. I'm not yeah. fucking with you tonight. <laughs> and when I, there. but that's the thing. When I throw caution to the wind, I throw it to the fucking wind. There's those yeah. Santa Ana winds. They fucking like, bye bye. It's like, gone. Deuce, peace. Like I don't give a fuck. Like yo, whoever's riding with me, just know <laughs> there might be a felony or a misdemeanor tonight. So. <laughs> If you have caution, make sure you fucking throw it to the wind also. <laughs> but yeah, man, listen, hey, for, for anyone who's not from, from LA or has never been out here, uh, Halloween in Hollywood is fucking lit. The LGBTQ yeah. community comes out in full fucking force. I mean, <laughs> yes, they do. Yo, I mean, it is wild. And every, and I was thinking, yo, this year is going to be fucking ridiculous. Weed is damn near legal out here. <laughs> Everyone's going to be high as fuck. So I don't know, man. I was talking to you how uh, I was telling you that at Fat Sal's down on Highland in Hollywood, they're yeah. going to recreate the coming to America um, McDowell's restaurant and they're going to yeah, turn it into yeah. McDowell's the whole the whole nine big mix, the shakes and everything. Man. And you asked me, like, yo, are you going to go? Because it was supposed to be today and tomorrow only. Yeah. Or excuse me, uh, last night and tonight only. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there ain't no secrets. We record on Monday night and we release it on Tuesday. That's, that's the truth. But so on Monday and Tuesday night, they had, uh, they recreated the famous fast food restaurant McDonald's from Coming to America. One of my favorite movies, by the way. Yeah. Um, and it, it makes me, it makes me a little upset that I'm not going to be able to get there. Yeah. Um, but it, if you're deciding to go on Halloween night, forget about it. Cause you, you are not, you're not going to make it out of their life. There's no nope. way. I, I remember going there and passing up Florentine gardens and I was like, Oh shit. Yes. This, <laughs> this, this shit, this, yo, it's literally like a big ass fucking parade, like all yeah. down the street. It, it's almost the equivalent of Santa Barbara on Halloween. And if you've never been to Santa Barbara on Halloween, <sighs> you're missing out. That's all I can tell you. You're missing out. Cause it's, it's uh like I said, sixteen city blocks closed off, heavy police presence. But as long as you're not being violent or something, or yeah, being, being way out of hand where you're where yeah. you're causing trouble, they don't give a fuck. They have too many people to look out for. They're just trying to keep people safe. And that's one time where I could see like police really weren't trying to give people problems. You know, as long as you're not being a fucking knucklehead or a dumbass, yeah. you have really nothing to worry about. Cause yeah, and you could even borderline on being a knucklehead. <laughs> like yeah, because I saw <laughs> like, some fucking knuckleheads. We actually had to thump out a couple knuckleheads, but that's neither here nor there. But still, you know, like they and the funny thing is they'll watch you fight. 
<laughs> they really won't do anything. Like, if it's getting to the point, like, yo, chill, like, you can't stop on the guy's head. No, stop it. But, you know, a little altercation, it, it is what it is. You know what I mean? But, yo, yeah. it's nuts. It is nuts. So, if you're trying to do anything or trying to just, just don't do it. If you have any plans to go down to Hollywood on Halloween, just don't do it. Just go home. Just come back tomorrow. Come back on November 1st. Yeah, if, unless you have to be there or unless you're going there for those festivities and willing to pay like 30 bucks, like, good luck. <laughs> good Seriously. Luck. 30 bucks for parking, and that's like a mile away. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> but, and so Halloween night, uh, I think we're going to be doing the same thing. We're going to be watching the Dodger game. And it's a little uh, rough right now because we're down. We're doing okay. And listen, these Dodgers, they've been giving you and I heart palpitations. It's utterly ridiculous. And you couple that with the fucking Raiders hopping in the DeLorean oh, and taking shit. us back to 2013. <laughs> it's it's safe to what? say that Sports for the Buffet Boys has been a tumultuous one in October. <laughs> Are we going to mention your favorite team, Arsenal, too? You know, like. <laughs> we don't have time for talk. We don't have time to talk about that victory. Uh, we're, we're, talking talking about talk we're, talking, we're talking about the dirt. We're talking about the Dodgers. I mean, to be fair, this series. Is an amazing World Series. Oh this my is, god! I mean, I Ooh. wish we were on the better end of it, but it is an amazing World Series. And uh, what was it? 20, 21 runs yesterday, or something like Jesus that. Jesus Christ! Total? twenty? No, twenty? No, yeah, yeah no, no. Well, it was fucking twelve to thirteen. Twelve so, to thirteen. So twenty six runs. Twenty five runs. Twenty five runs. Twenty five. Twenty one. Twenty five. Twenty six. Let's just guess. <laughs> That was a lot of fucking runs, and we broke a record. You know what I mean? But um, but in game three in Houston, there were some complications on Houston's win. That's right. Outside of and your expected postseason play. Mm-hmm. Little drama. Yeah. Little more drama. The biggest stage in the world for baseball, right? Mm-hmm. With, you know, the most eyes you're probably ever going to get on a baseball game. We had a guy. His name was... Uh, that's right. Yuli Gurriel found himself in a little agua caliente. It's hot water for you non-spicy <laughs> <Non-Spanish> individuals. <laughs> um, yo, after making some racist gestures regarding China's 23rd most eligible bachelor and, Ooh, mis- yeah. mis- <laughs> and Mr. Dick swinging like shit went well, strikeout machine, Mr. Yu Darvish, uh, <laughs> Gurriel was seen making a slanted eyes gesture and was actually seen on camera calling Darvish a chinito. Yo, how do you how do you feel about this, Vic? Like seriously, how like how do you feel about this? Because in our you know we have to keep it funky in our culture. Yeah. When you call someone a chinito, it's really not meant that way. Um, I I don't have a problem necessarily with him calling him a chinito, because you know depending on the context of the conversation. It could have been not that bad. Right. But when you combine and sandwich that with the <laughs> pulling of the eyes, which yeah. I haven't seen anybody do since, like, second grade, like, <laughs> it's really bad. And, you know, the okay, if that wasn't bad enough, MLB absolutely did nothing about it. Like That's the they, worst part they, about it. They, they, uh, they gave him a suspension, but not right now. Not right now. That's they right. Gonna, Listen. They gotta hold that suspension until next year. Five games are gonna mean nothing next year. 
it, to be fair, Ed, he, five games is a lot, but shit, I don't, I don't see why he has to serve them later. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. And, you know, I think that, like you said, the worst part about it is the commissioner, Robert, uh, Rob Manfred, he had to protect, he, he protected his bottom line. And then he tried yeah. using Gurriel's bottom line as a reason to not suspend him for a game during the World Series, uh, but rather next year. He actually cited that actually by suspending him next year, um, Gurriel would, would be losing about $300,000 in money as opposed to not playing this, this game. But listen, do you feel that the punishment fit the crime? I mean, like I said, you know, I kind of want to get into this whole thing because, again, with Latinos, you know, we some of the jokes that we use, you know, what I mean, and how we grew up again, Chinito isn't all that. But like you said, you couple that with a fucking pulling of the eyes. Yeah. And this is this is 2017. And this is the problem, I think, with the the Latino culture, which is a lot of the jokes that we have are very sexist, are super fucking racist. Right. They're, but, they're very I think in general, they're very. To the little point, very crude right. Like sometimes. like we grew up, we grew up with with calling people fat people f- gordo or yeah. fucking skinny people flaco or dark people that you know like like negro or, you know negro. black people negro or even just dark people negro you know yeah. or 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 like light skinned people huero you know we call them, no no we that, call them we call them cheles dog cheles. Okay, we call them huevos, but chela is um, the shit in your eye, dog, and your fucking the shit, the crust that you take out of your eye sometimes. Dog. <laughs> but you know, like I, I get it. Like that would have been the cultural thing. Like if it was just the word, and that was the defense a lot of people use. Like he's not from, you know, he has a different culture. He didn't know that uh, he can't do that. Like yes, he did. We they know did. what we're doing. Like yeah. it, the I okay. I just want to. I want to get an explanation on which way the culture is where pulling your eyes, you know, to close them more is a joke. That's acceptable, at least. I mean, listen, dog. Like I told you, a lot of the jokes that are in the Hispanic community, Mm -hmm. we try to defend it as jokes. But the thing is, man, that the times have changed. So there's certain things that we could say back in the late '90s. That mm-hmm. just doesn't fly now. You know what I mean? So, and that's the same thing with the Hispanic culture. It's the same thing that you and I were talking about colorism mm-hmm. is these, these deep rooted things that are, that, that come up within our culture that we think are okay only because we've grown up within it. But in reality, dog, that's, it's pretty fucking offensive, dog. <laughs> like, yes, yeah, yes, absolutely. Chini- I agree. Chinito, Chinito, like, oh, Chinito, like, you're, first of all, you're categorized, cause I don't think, I, you know, I don't think Dar, I don't think you Darvish is Chinese. I think he's actually Japanese. So, he's um, Japanese and Iranian. God damn, dog. Yeah. <laughs> like, so yo. it all makes sense. Yeah, exactly. But, so we just use that as a term for anyone that has slanted eyes. You could be Korean, yes, exactly. Vietnamese, uh-huh. Chinese. We just couple you and just say chinito. And again, for Latinos and for the majority of Latinos, they'll make it seem as it's not really a big deal. That is the big deal, is that it's not exactly. a big deal to us. Because that's just one that's just one example of how how Latinos talk about other cultures and other people. Yep. Even within our own culture, we do the shit. Yep. You know what I mean? And that's a big thing that we need to get away from. Just like just like within colorism, man. Like what we were talking about is the shit that 
it's almost we're so immune to it that we don't even see it. It's like, oh, we're just joking. But that yeah. in itself is the issue. That's what continues that narrative and the fact that we can't get out of fucking 1955. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. And of course, uh, it got popular on Twitter real quick because of the pretty much the racial issues that are happening in the country in general. Uh, of course, this being a team from Texas, the Texan people jumped on that typical, very obvious defense of it's just L.A. people being snowflakes. Get and the I've, fuck out of here. I've come to realize, Eb, I've come to realize that one... That is an excuse that assholes make when they're doing assholes things. Thank you, Victor. I like and that. And two, and shirt. two, Eb, is, shit, what's two? <laughs> oh, shit. What the fuck is going on here? <laughs> what kind of fucking tinker shop we got running over here, Vic? Uh, I forgot to. I had a good point, but you agreed with me. I'm not used to that. Uh, uh, <laughs> I was, Okay. <laughs> but I am like it's just it's it's so obvious and so I was ready for it I, as soon as yeah. I was like yep they're gonna use the snowflake argument but you know I just it, it's kind of our own fault Eb, sometimes as being you know uh, liberals and people of concern no. of other people's hold on let me let me explain of other people's uh, you know trying not to be assholes to them Right. Sometimes we go a little too far. Sometimes. You mean being a sometimes, good person? <laughs> no, not 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 even being a good person, but sometimes we go a little too far in our political correctness. So that uh, gives yeah. that gives this so much legs. Like I get it. I get it. Like yeah, sometimes it happens. But okay, here's two M. I got it. Oh, two. Oh shit. Okay. Then I'm, I'm, I'm ready. It back. I'm ready. Two <laughs> is the fact that the people that use a snowflake argument are usually the biggest snowflakes. And I can oh, prove yeah. it. Prove when it. Christmas comes around, say happy holidays to a very conservative person and see what happens. They'll fucking lose their mind. Happy holidays! It's fucking Christmas, you asshole! <laughs> That's Listen, what's gonna happen. I've never encountered anybody. To, I wish somebody would. Uh, I, I wish somebody would tell uh, me. Have you watched Fox of... News ever in your life? Like that? Watch Fox News during Chris, the Christmas season and see what happens. What, wait, Happy hold holidays, on. bitches. Hold on, Vic. Hold on, dog. You have to school me here. Hold on. So are you telling me that right wingdings get upset when you say Happy Holidays instead of Instead of Merry, Merry Christmas? Christmas. Yes. Because it isn't specific to Christmas? Yes. Oh, because we're incorporating like Christmas and Kwanzaa. Please, and we're fucking... taking Jesus out of the holiday season. That's not even his birthday, dog. Fuck. <laughs> What do you mean? <laughs> that isn't even when he was born, and that's what we're fucking. Lord have mercy, dog. I had no idea. I had no idea. I had no Eb, idea. But they got Eb. You don't remember last year where a lot of people, a lot of conservatives, got upset because the Starbucks coffee cups were just red. They oh were yeah. Just red. They had nothing on them, and they they staged a uh, a boycott of Starbucks coffee. I remember. And, uh, that I didn't remember. last very long. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Well, you know what, Vic? As it's as I was watching the game yesterday, right? And I was looking at all. First of all, let, I'm I I, need, I just need to make this fucking point right now, right here. <laughs> okay. okay, okay. All these fucking Dodger fans 
and all these fucking Astros fans that are at these games, you guys aren't real fucking fans. Because I saw <laughs> not, I saw maybe five percent of the crowd people of color. Every, I mean, literally everyone in the fucking park is white. Every single person <laughs> at Dodger Stadium, these motherfuckers are financing tickets and they're getting title <laughs> loans to their cars to go watch these fucking games like that's a true fan okay that's a true fan i'm not going to get into the outrageous and crazy fucking prices of these tickets but my point was <laughs> as i was watching the astros game and i was like wow i have yet to see anyone of a shade darker than fucking a manila folder i don't oh, see it shit <laughs> And that's okay. I have no problem with that. However, when I heard Altuve speak, I was like, yo, I heard a bunch of MVP chants. But my man, if you wasn't playing baseball and you was working at the HEB in fucking Texas, dog, they'd be telling you to go back to your fucking country and to learn how to speak American. I guarantee it that there's at least 65% of that crowd are okay with building a fucking wall are okay with wearing a fucking poncho and wearing a sombrero on their fucking head, talking about, oh, yeah, happy Halloween. Okay, they're the same ones that are doing blackface. 100% guaranteed. So, to me, it's just like, yo, all these people are fucking fronting, dog, and we're just fucking playing for, like, the enjoyment of these rich fucking assholes, Vic, because there's not, dog, those, those, those fucking tickets are ridiculous. I saw some yeah. tickets for like five grand that are normally like a hundred bucks. Yep. That's fucking ridiculous. Like what, what normal lifelong Dodger fan <clears throat> do you know can afford $10,000 for two tickets? It's not anybody I know. That's right. Now, listen, Houston had to make sure that it kept that club racism booming all week. You know, you had the issue with Gurriel and them not doing anything. Now, Bob McNair, the owner of the Houston Texans, and you, may, you, actually, you actually may know him best as Eustace Bag from Courage the Cowardly Dog. He, um, <laughs> he has a couple roles in there as well. Uh, he jumped out of his fucking racist pocket and forgot that he, was at a, he wasn't at a Klan rally. When McNair had the chance to voice his opinion at a league meeting regarding the NFL and player protest, McNair stated that, we can't have the inmates running the prison. Word? Oh my god. <laughs> Word? <laughs> like that, uh, like as old as you are, like that's the best fucking, like, that, that was the best thing that you could come up with, right? To say, like, you, there was no tag, there was no nothing, like, and as a matter of fact, I think that phrase is wrong, right? <laughs> like, I think that figure of speech is wrong, isn't it? Like, yeah. inmates running the asylum or something like that? Patients running running the asylum. Patients running the asylum, right. No, Uh but he specifically had to say inmates running the prison. Word over a protest? Over a protest? Eb, you know what they think, Eb. Yeah. You know what they think. You know how they think. You know how they think. I know. Uh, I think I think Chris Rock said it best when think about it. Like, oh, go ahead. I'm going to sign my check. I'm going to sign this check so you can go buy yourself a bouncing car. You know, that's that's what they think. That's how they think, man. That's how these rich white, I mean, not even rich sometimes, just just some, you know, people that just don't like people of color. Like, that's just the way they think, you know, even being very skilled at whatever they are. 
they're still only that. They break it down to their race. Cash cow, dog. That's all there is. Yep. Bottom dollars are money. And mm-hmm. obviously he came under fire and backtracked those remarks, uh, stating he wishes he uh, he would have used a different phrase. Uh, but in response, some of the players from uh, from the Houston Texans threatened to leave practice. And after some convincing, they decided to stay. And there was also some rumbling about removing the Texas, uh, the Texans decal from their helmet uh, during what? Sunday's game. That obviously didn't happen. And yeah. instead, what they ended up doing was kneeling. Now, Vic, okay. looking at this, I'm like, yeah, that, that, I'm sure that'll show Bob McNair how united you are and how you feel about essentially being a, a fucking inmate for his fucking private, privately owned uh, prison. At what point, at what point, Vic, does someone say, are my morals more important to me than this money? Or is it the fact that there's a price for everyone? And obviously, being a multi-million dollar football player, there's a price. Because I feel any Joe Schmo, like if this was like a regular job, Vic, and you heard like the CEO or your manager say some crazy shit like that, you'd be like, yo, fuck you, I'm out. You know? Yeah, what I mean? you can, that's the, that's the problem, man, that. You can find another $13 an hour job, another $10 an hour job. It's going to be hard for you to find another three, four, five million dollar a year job. You know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. very difficult to just tell someone, hey, you know how comfortably you and your family are living right now? Yeah, throw it all away. You know, go ahead and, and dump all of that. It's I, I it I'm not I don't blame players for not leaving. Like I I I commend players when they, you know, stand up against it. But I can't really blame them for not throwing away something they worked hard for their whole life. I mean, I get that and I understand that. I really do. I, I mean, I I truly honestly understand. You know, a lot of like we've said in the past. You know, a lot of a lot of these players, man, they came, they came from the mud. You yeah. know, and a lot of them, all they know is all they know is football. You know, even going to school, and other ones, not not so much. They, they it's both. You know, but football yeah. is their main source of income, and it's it's a lot of money. However, there has to come a point in time, man, where okay, yeah, you know what? I am a football player. I did this a long time, but how could you feel going to work every day, knowing exactly how your boss feels about you? Just as another cash cow for him, because he can just get another player to come in. Like you get hurt, guess what? You gonna go on that IR? There's someone gonna come in and fill that slot, or he's gonna yeah. go ahead and pay a little extra yeah. bread to have that person come over. And it's just like we're pro. Like there's people in the league that are like he, the guy. First of all, a guy made a comment about players protesting over police brutality amongst people of color. Yeah. That to him is apparently running the prison, dog. Somehow, some way, <laughs> protesting about some injustice is well, I mean, him running. It's, it's it's a thought that oh, we can't control every single aspect of these people's lives while they have our logo on it on them. You know, like that's their issue. They're not losing. They're not losing money the way they're talking about. They're oh, not yeah. losing. They're not losing sponsorships the way they're talking about. There's been plenty of sponsors that have have uh, stayed strong and have even mentioned like I, we're not going to stop sponsoring the NFL because players are are standing up against what they think is wrong. Because they're practicing Ford was their one of those companies. Fucking I think we were going to talk about last week. I think we, last week we were going to talk about how Ford is standing by the NFL players and are, is not going to remove their their 
sponsorship. sponsorships. So yeah. it's it's the fact that they want to control these players. They want them to shut up. Uh, they don't want them to express freely something against someone they they believe in. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's face it. If you're a billionaire, chances are you like Donald Trump. Not because you like him as a person, but you like him because he's going to save you, you know, f- Six or seven million dollars in taxes. Your bottom line. Your bottom line is actually being taken care of. Yeah, and I get that. So so that's what it's gonna be. That's what it's gonna be, and that's why you know they they checked him really quick. Like they checked Donald Trump as a person really quick, but then they were like, oh yeah. Uh, once he once Donald Trump talked about, oh you know the NFL gets a lot of subsidies from from the government, they fell in line real quick. So. If they don't have morals, right? We know yeah. that. We know the owners don't have morals. <clears throat> now, it's what's it going to take for players to kind of dip out? You know. I mean, I get it, and I know a lot of these guys are under contractual obligations, but I don't know, man. At what point do you just say, "Yo, is am I going to sleep at night knowing better that my morals are okay, or that my money's okay?" Because I don't think but, you can do both in a situation like this. But like I said, Eb, it's difficult because some of these people have, a lot of these people have kids. Yeah. So it's harder to sleep at night when you know that your kid is not going to be able to live the best life possible that you could provide if you if you eat a little shit, right? Yeah, and that's, that's what it comes not, down to. It's not that's what it comes shit. down to. A lot of these people, they're doing it because it will provide a better road for their families, yeah. whatever that may be, kids, wife, whatever. And that's what a lot of people do. That's why a lot of people stick around with shitty jobs. That's why a lot of people, you know, don't right. necessarily uh, just go ahead and find the best job possible. They find something that's going to be good for their future. And I and I agree with you wholeheartedly on that, 100%. Yeah. And I guess when you're when you're attaching 25 mil to that, I'm sure it's probably on a different scale. So I, I, yeah, it's a harder story. It's a harder choice. I agree with you. And you know, it's funny because, uh, Grandpa Hoves, and I know we were talking about him earlier when he was at the, uh, at this party. Uh, yo, Grandpa Hove took some time out of his 444, a TED Talk tour, uh, while performing, (laughs) (laughs) while he was performing at the Mecca of the Civil Rights Movement, Anaheim, California. Oh, shit. (laughs) To remind everyone that, this is how they look at you, and this is exactly how they feel about you. So, I mean, it's kind of true, man. And I'll, and I'll say yeah. it again, like I said it before, um, for all these people that voted for Donald Trump. And really, I guess it would be more so for the minorities that voted for Donald Trump. When is the last time that a billionaire ever gave a fuck about anything outside of his fucking bottom line, which is his money? I mean, you can, you can find some. Couple. You can find some. I would say the majority have made their money off of sure. other people's backs. Sure. Yeah, you absolutely. Know. There's some philanthropists. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I mean, Bill Gates is going to give away most of his money when he dies. Yeah. And good, so, I is, mean, uh, so is old boy that does the uh, annual billion dollar uh, March Madness pool. Warren He's Buffett. donate most of his money. Warren Buffett. Y'all thought He's Warren Buffett donate. was dead. <laughs> like, I mean, he ain't dead. How old is that guy? He's still banging these these little white girls. Yeah, he fucking blowing whenever he wants. He ain't blowing no backs out though, Vic. He might blow his own. He might blow his own back out. Hey, it don't matter. (laughs) You don't have to put that much effort when you're a billionaire. That is very true. Oh damn! Imagine (laughs) imagine being a fucking 
Imagine being like an old billionaire. Hey, you can do whatever you want, whenever you want. Nah, you can bust your nut in fucking less than a minute and be cool with it, dog. Like, all right, whatever, peace out. Don't say anything <laughs> about this. I got mine. <laughs> I I got mine. No, nah, no, nah, got... you probably don't even matter. That's what true. is it gonna is it gonna deter another girl to you know not sleep with you? Nah. <laughs> that Tiffany's tennis bracelet is still gonna be there, Em. <laughs> you're right. You're right, Vic. When you're right, you're right. That's what I love about you. <laughs> but damn, when you're wrong, Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, anyway, man. big man, yo. Well, listen, the football beef didn't stop there. Um, apparently, the washed-up receiver uh, coalition had a little tiff <laughs> on air. Yeah, there was, and there was a lot of hot takes. But yeah, I guess we're gonna start yeah. with these guys. Yeah. So listen, Steve Smith, and you may know him better as uh, the receiver who used to play for the Ravens, and then he also played for, I think, the Jaguars for some time. And everyone knows... The Panthers. 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 And everyone knows that Steve Smith was... He was a loose cannon. You know what I mean? He had a short temper. He wasn't with the shits. He was small, but he was feisty. You know? And listen, Steve Smith CTE came out on national TV (laughs) when the Coke god himself, Michael Irvin... Started flaming him on national TV, live national TV at that, and then clowned him on his fucking pants. And guess what? Steve Smith wasn't having it, son. He told Michael Orvin on live TV, yo, when I fly out to L.A., I'm going to beat your ass. <laughs> and, then, and then Michael Irvin had that fucking yeah, that, that old, nervous old man laugh. Yeah. Ha, 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 young man. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> Yo, Michael Irvin, he was like that old head who talks mad shit but really means it in a way. And he doesn't know whether or not he's going to get his ass kicked or he might have to kick someone's ass. But most likely, he's going to get his ass kicked. And Yo, all, all I gotta say Ed, is I hope Michael Irvin checks his corners because <laughs> he's gonna be in some trouble. He gonna walk into the NFL network, he's gonna catch one to the eye. Okay, so stupid fate. But listen, Vic, listen, <laughs> who's in the wrong here? Is it Michael Irvin for calling him out on national TV and kind of ribbing him a little bit? Or fucking Steve Smith for wearing the fucking idle wild pants? Like I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> You look like what the fuck. You look like an extra in the Outcast movie. What is like, uh, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Yo, Ab, like, I think, here, here's the problem. I don't like Irvin Epp. What? I don't like Michael like, Irvin. What? Nah, man. I never liked him. Yo, he has ski, something about him. Some slope. like er, he's got like this arrogance about him, which a lot of players have, right? But he has. Yeah. He's a little extra. He's a little extra, man. And I can't stand it. I don't. I don't like him. And I feel like that's the kind of comments he makes all the time. Kind of like, yeah. like, oh, he kind of yeah. pokes the bear a little bit too much. Yeah, and then like passive-aggressive jokes and shit. Fuck that. Hey, if you don't like something, Ed, you got to be a man about it. You got to let it know. You got to let him know. You're right. Listen, I, I'll agree with you, Vic. He, he does have these like very passive-aggressive jokes, which a lot of old heads do. You know what I mean? Yep. Like they'll, they'll clown you, but trying to make it seem like it's really not being clown. And you just look like a sucker because you don't know, like, yo, am I being clowned right now? Or is, <laughs> like, is he playing? You know, is he making me look yeah. like a fool? And you're right. Michael Orvin had like that, like, he was arguing at the mighty, mighty sharp fucking barbershop, dog. Like, yo, Joe Lewis was a bad <laughs> motherfucker. He's like, ha, 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 ha. I was like, 
I was like, yo, Mike, you better chill. You might actually get your ass kicked. <laughs> like, I believed it. I like the whole time I'm watching it, I'm like, if they run into each other, it's going to happen. Yo, <laughs> it's, 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 it's awesome. And the funny thing is Steve Smith really looked like, yo, motherfucker, if you, if your old ass was here right now, I would knock the arthritis out your hands, dog. Like straight up, <laughs> I'll slap fire out of you. But at the, again, Vic, come on, dog. You know, you know how you and, you know how you, I and your brother, are, dog. You can't be giving alley oops to savages, dog. Like you can't. Come up. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you, you can't expect to come out here and not get fucking ripped on TV, dog. Like you, like you had the opportunity on national TV and you decided to wear those pants with a regular coat and a regular Ab, fucking. But hold on, Ab. Yeah, Who yeah. the fuck is Michael Irvin to say anything? <laughs> Who is he to talk about anybody? Like, he was dressed fine that day. <laughs> Don't disrespect the coat god, Vic. Don't disrespect yeah, the coat no, god. Yeah, fuck that shit. <laughs> I've seen Michael Irvin wear some out-of-line shit, Ed. You're right. Some, You're right. He does wear some, some out-of-pocket shit. Mississippi preacher about a, past, about a past the collection played around for the sixth time type fucking outfits. This is bullshit. Nah, nah I, can't, I can't let it slide, Ed. Don't forget you, you Mrs., Miss, Mrs. Jenkins. Don't forget you've missed your tides the last... <laughs> couple weeks so make sure you drop a little something hey pass it around to mrs jenkins make sure make sure she put a little money in there yes yes you haven't come to confession in like four weeks i see you come in here smelling like booty and hennessy i see it i want to make you're right you're right michael michael irvin has like it's first of all if you're on there you know if, if you're a recurring uh you know analyst you gotta, you're gonna come up with a bad suit every once in a while, or or consistently boring suits. Yeah. Either or. Yeah. And a, a somewhat young guy, Steve Smith. Somewhat. I'm not gonna say he's young, but a somewhat younger guy, he's gonna come up with some some borderline interesting fucking shit sometimes. I mean, it wasn't. It, trust me, dog. It wasn't like Steve Smith was out there just fucking, you know, the fashion nova Casanova. Because he, he, I was just like, I mean, hey, listen, that's you. And Mar the funny thing is, Marshall Falk was sitting right next to him, like, yo, this motherfucker might fire on me because <laughs> he, <laughs> I <laughs> yeah, I'm the one closest to him, and you know, he might just whoop my ass on the, on the strength <laughs> that I'm friends with Michael Irvin. So, yo, Marshall Falk had that like very nervous, like. <laughs> <laughs> you motherfuckers are crazy. Oh, shit. See? He looking right at me. He looking right at me. But... <laughs> oh, he got demoed. <laughs> but, yo, I'm telling you, who do you think has the worst fucking suit game out of the NBA, NFL, and... Damn. I can't even say baseball. Oh, you know what? Who has soccer, dog? Because there, there's some soccer. There's some football announcers out there that got some fucking atrocious just like listen like, like listen my man i know you got like six percent body fat i get it you played forever <laughs> you got the nice haircut your eyebrows are on fucking on point but like that whole bodysuit fucking fitted shark shark skin suit you got on <laughs> that, that body glove nah. suit <laughs> nah i'm cool Yo, that, that boogie boarding suit you got on, my man. Like, yo, that wetsuit fucking, that Calvin Klein wetsuit you got on. Like, nah, man. That's just too tight. That's too tight, bro. God, and you go buy his wetsuit. <laughs> that big ass fucking watch on. Like, nah, dog. Come on. 
I get it. I get it. I get. I get. Soccer players are pretty boys. I'm trying to remember. On. I'm trying to remember old boy's name. The guy that passed away recently. That used to notoriously have bad suits. Was it Craig Sager? He was, he was the king, huh? Craig Sager was it him. Yeah, Sager, man. He he was notorious for having bad suits, but I kind of like that, you know. No, like, he owned they, it. Like they, it, they were bad. But, but see, that was that was the thing. He owned it, so he was cool with it. He had no problem with it. I'm yeah. talking about people that come out on TV day, night in and night out. With some fucking atrocious suits. And I got two people off the top of my head right Charles now. Charles Barkley. I got one. one. Charles, Charles Barkley, Barkley. You got it. Is you got one. Terrible. Number one, Mr. Fucking suit right out of the fucking carton box dog. Three day suit broker. That's right. <laughs> the fucking round mound of rebound. Okay. Number yeah. two. <laughs> number two, Vic, is Shaq. Yeah. Those yes. two. Yo, both Shaq of them. Shaq is guys, a little better though. Shaq is a little nah. bit better. Cut but, it out. Yo, Charles Barkley's straight. Like, it doesn't even look like he gets his pants ham. They just fold him <laughs> over. Yo. <laughs> like, yo, I don't think Charles Barkley's ever seen a Taylor. <laughs> I just took it in. Oh, yeah. Charles Barkley looks fucking wild, dog. Like, he looks fucking, he looks nuts. I'm just like, you got enough money yeah. to get that shit Taylor, dog. That, if I got- that TNT, that TNT costume department or, you know, they got to do something. Yeah, they no, gotta do something because it's terrible maybe, out there. Maybe he's like cool with it. The, the problem is, but, but Kenny he, Smith wears nice suits. What the fuck? I don't. What's a, going on? I think maybe because you're a smaller guy, Vic. Let's keep it funky. Yeah, smaller maybe. guys have have more options. Look at like That's dog. True. That's true. Like Charles Barkley looks like he fucking shops at Tim Duncan Suit Outlet, dog. Like straight up, dog. <laughs> he always wears a brown the suit. Yeah, the, yeah, at fucking Burlington Coat Factory, dog. That's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can see, yo, I can see. He's the Marshalls for his fucking tailoring. <laughs> Charles, Charles, yo, Charles Barkley fucks up every Burlington Coat Factory in every city he attends. <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah, I'm about to fuck your shit up today. <laughs> Just know I'm coming. Just know I'm coming. But, yeah, man, I, like I said, man, you can't give, you can't give savages alley-oops. You can't do that. But, Eb, speaking of giving savages alley-oops, <laughs> your boy, Eb, your, your boy, Mr. Maidman's pincushion himself, Paul Pierce, had a fucking crazy pause moment. <laughs> he had like a, I, I don't know what he was thinking, but essentially said like, we've only been getting, who was he talking about first of all? He was talking about Joel Embiid, uh, I believe the center for the 76ers. So he was talking about Joel, young Joel. <laughs> I think and, it might be Joel, but you know how we <laughs> We keep calling him Joel. <laughs> Joel. But he was pretty much saying, like, we've only gotten little pe- little pieces of him, and I want the whole thing. I want <laughs> I want I want the whole load. And Yo, I was, <laughs> like I I literally I was sitting there and I was like, what the fuck did I just hear? <laughs> Yo, so this is exactly what Paul Pierce said, and this was regarding Joel Embiid. And you know, Joel Embiid is a center for the 76ers and like a lot of the young players, you know, they, they have spurts where they play really, really well. And then, they, you know, you don't see much or you see a little bit of the game, but not the whole thing. And <clears throat> I think that tends to happen with young players, right, Vic? Like inconsistencies or uh-huh. only only one, you know, one part of the game. And Paul Pierce said, you know, and I quote in regards to Joel Embiid, I'm tired of getting a little taste of him. I want the <laughs> whole load. Hey, yo, 
Chauncey Billups looked like he was like, yo, my man, like, chill. Like, come on. Come on, dog. Like, yo, this is my gig right now, man. Like, you fucking up our checks right now by not, like, yo, this is what happens when you get basketball players on TV. <laughs> like, you can't expect, I don't know if you've ever heard Paul Pierce speak. Are you, if you expect Paul Pierce to come up there and fucking be able to articulate, <laughs> like, you know, like Malcolm Gladwell, I'm sorry, my friend. <laughs> this is the shit that you get. You get some very suspicious, very just, borderline comments. It's like it's like somebody put a Pornhub comment section into the teleprompter. Yeah. It's like, what is going on? What are you saying? Like, you need to chill, my man. Like, I think every every straight man in America knows a combination of words you can't say to not you know to not make yourself seem a little out of line. I mean, and listen. my man, that is one of them. At the end <laughs> of the day, one combination listen, does Paul, not work together. Listen, if Paul Pierce is about that life, ain't nothing wrong with that. You know what I mean? We're ain't very, nothing wrong with it. We're I, very fluent, very positive out here. However, I don't know if that's it, but you gotta, you gotta, you gotta pick and choose your words. You know, you <laughs> gotta, you, you gotta be. I mean, yeah, seriously, like, but yo, when, you're not when doing I, the buffet boys podcast. Listen, I'm getting tired. Of, <laughs> I'm getting tired of getting a little taste of them. I want the full load. <laughs> like how does like why I want that more be, like how I want that, all of it like seriously there are at least maybe 600 other phrases that he could have used outside <laughs> of that one like you know what he plays really well one night and then the other night he's very inconsistent i want him to be a consistent player dog but you out here like you know i want you know i'm getting tired of just getting the fucking tip i want the full dick down my throat like <laughs> oh chill when like, he said what? i want the full load did he like tilt his head back and stick his chin out no, I think Chauncey Bills was like, oh, fuck. Like, I wonder when other people listen to this shit. Like, sometimes I watch, you know, I'm watching, I'm watching some shit and I'm like, yo, that's going to be, that's going to go viral. And I wonder if, <laughs> I wonder if Chauncey Billups was just like, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah. you're about to be a Twitter this go, post. This going to get clipped. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But Ed, last but not least, you put this on here and I, I, I just kind of, skim through this uh Michael Rappaport thing where uh, he started just flaming the shit out of your boy, your favorite basketball player in the world, your favorite person in the world. Alonzo Bum James. Oh. Bum James. Oh L- your L- favorite. Lonzo's in there too though. So yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> so yeah, LeBum. And I love Michael Rappaport by the way. I want to start that off, you know. I want to start Yo, off. He by paid his that. dues, Eb. He has to paid his dues. The man. You got to respect the man. Michael Rappaport gets a pass for the rest of his life unless he drops some crazy fucking shit where it's just like, yo. He can't slip up, though. Yeah, he yeah. can't. <laughs> yo, come on, man. You worked way too hard to get here. Like, and you going <laughs> you gonna to fuck a subordinate? Like, you going to fuck your employee? Like, come on. Well, that, it's in that's the, the thing, Ed, No matter how long you've had the pass, Ed, <laughs> no matter how long, yo, it you just takes one. <laughs> you could have takes one, Ed. That's it. You could have been there for one, 30 years. That's it. 30 years, best employee, fuck manager of the year fucking seven years gunning and all it takes is that one dog like yep. yeah sorry we're gonna have to part we have to part ways with you sir <laughs> but as of yet it's been nice knowing you <laughs> as of yet michael rapaport has been doing has been doing a stellar and bang up job i cannot front um i think michael rapaport i think he's a great actor man and he's fucking hilarious yep. as fuck and his, his instagram, instagram his, his instagram feed is lit I Lit-ty, love it, man. To titty. Yes. Yeah. 
if if you guys like our show, I definitely think you'll like uh, his Instagram. You know, putting us on his level. You know, of course. <laughs> I mean, listen, you gotta throw. We gotta, you know what it we gotta, is. We gotta throw. We gotta throw a couple bones every now and then. You feel you me? Know. Like up and coming. You know, comedians. You know what I mean? Up and coming, forty-year actor. You know, actor that's been in the game for forty years. You know what it is? Yeah, yeah. But, um, but yeah, no, man. Mike Michael Rappaport, who's um, who's a huge basketball fan and big, yep. big hip hop head. Um, he loves to go on tangents, man. And that's that's one thing I love about Michael Rappaport that he's very strong yep. in his convictions. That even if you don't agree with him, he don't give a fuck if you don't agree with him. Yeah. He's not going to tell so, you. What so it back is. to the story. Yeah, but tell us more. So, your boy LeBum, he wished Alonzo uh, Ball a happy birthday uh, on Instagram or on Twitter. One of those social medias. It doesn't really matter. Oh, boy. And, of course, Vic, you know, you and I, you know how we get down. It's just like, yo, that's some, that's some fucking bitch shit. Like, you don't do that. Like, you know, you are a veteran in the game, supposed to be the best fucking baller <laughs> in the league. You know what I mean? Yeah. And this is a fucking rookie. Like, a fucking... A scrub of some sense. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. A scrub. You don't wish scrubs happy birthday, dog. You don't. <laughs> As a matter of fact, you're supposed to welcome him to the league and let him know, like, yo, going forward, you have no birthday. For the next three yeah. years, you're going to hold my nuts. <laughs> you're going to shake my dick when I pee. And you're going to give me a cheesecake whenever I feel like it. Okay? Your birthday is my birthday now. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you get is mine. <laughs> I got two birthdays. <laughs> I got two birthdays now. <laughs> but no, yeah, Ev, I don't. I mean, okay. The problem is that he did this publicly. If if he really likes the kid, and he really thinks that you know, I'm gonna wish this guy a happy birthday. You gotta keep it behind the scenes, my man. You gotta go ahead and send the tech. You tell me he doesn't have his number or the ability to get Lonzo Ball's number. Nope, he has Come to send on, him. A, he has to send him a tweet like, "Hey, happy birthday." That's like, another fucking thing, Ed. That's another thing. I'm the type of person, usually, if, if I know you, and I know you well, if, if I remember your birthday, which is hard because I have a bad memory, if I remember your birthday, I will go ahead and call you or text you personally. I'm not going to drop it on, uh, Facebook. Facebook is for something, someone that I'm just like, okay, whatever. You know? Yeah. Like, happy birthday. Absolutely. Nah, man, if I like someone, if I think someone's cool, and they're worth it. I go ahead and give them that text message. That's fucking this online bullshit is that bullshit. Yeah. And well, Michael Rappaport, <clears throat> outside of that, wanted to make it very, very clear that rookies should not be getting this type of treatment. <sighs> and he wanted to be very, very clear that LeBron James being the best basketball player in the world should not be treating any rookies with any sort of respect. And in a, in a way, Vic, I kind of agree with him, Vic. Like, I feel like, yo, this, this new era is getting a little too soft. And that's another reason why I don't like LeBron James. Like I, one thing I love about Kobe, even though I hated Kobe for such a long time, the one yeah. thing I love about Kobe is he is literally the last, he is literally the last of a dying breed. The one that he didn't give a <laughs> Fuck, he'd be in your face. He would talk shit to you. An old even his cat. teammates, even his teammates, especially oh, his teammates, especially, especially Kwame Brown and Andrew Bynum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you're fucking terrible, the worst place was to be around Kobe. Yeah, look especially at Dwight Howard. You were his teammate. Look at Dwight yep. Howard. That's why he couldn't yep. take it. Like he was, his frail mind state couldn't take 
being fucking attacked, verbally attacked, and expected to do your job. Kobe, like Kobe, Kobe Bryant, was, yeah. Kobe Bryant was not to be around soft-hearted people because that shit won't last. Yeah, That's not we, what winning championships is about. Yeah, yeah, and and LeBron James is all about like, oh, unity, kumbaya, come on, let's all go, let's go on the yacht, guys, and let's go smoke some cigars and get our <laughs> get some manis and petties. Like, nah, get the fuck out of here. Like the only, like the last guy or the only guy that I can see like that right now is Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook yeah. is really the only gotta, fucking savage out there right now. He got a little hard nose in him. Him and him and Carmelo. Carmelo, he's not as he's not as boisterous, but Carmelo yeah. isn't the one that you want to steal on, dog. Like Carmelo looks like he might snuff you, like if you try to get sweet. Like he always got that hoodie on. Like it looks like he got a Where's fucking... the Moe bottle? I'm about to pop you over the head. <laughs> yo, I'm telling you, yo, listen, Carmelo looked like he got a fucking razor in his cheek, dog. <laughs> like at any <laughs> at any moment. He just oh, might like shit. fucking slice you, like yo. Like why is why is Carmelo putting keys between his fingers? So it's when he's walking over to me. <laughs> oh shit! Ah. <laughs> so what do you what do you feel about this? Vic? What do you feel about Michael Rappaport calling LeBron James out because he's being it. he's being a fucking weenie? It. And I love it, man. Hey, we need more of that around. When when you can call someone out for being soft, I think you should call someone out for being soft as long as you're right. <laughs> you, know? you know, and it was funny is I was on I was on Instagram and I was looking uh-huh. at that and I was reading these comments and a lot of these people were just like, who the fuck is this guy? Who's this white guy? What the fuck? Because he said happy birthday. What the hell? And I was like, oh, I get it. You motherfuckers was all born in like 1999, 2001, 2002. <laughs> you don't get it. You don't understand it. It's a different era. And. All yep. of you guys want to hold hands and like you want to play AAU basketball. It's like, nah, fuck that. Like even as kids, dog, when you even if you were best friends and you played on opposite teams, yo, what's going at your neck? Yep. I don't fuck about if you were my friend. And these are kids. These are like fucking twelve year old children. <laughs> and and these grown ass fucking prima donnas, they just want to act like girlfriends. Like, nah, this is fucking... No, dog. That's not how you do it. So I agree with Michael Rappaport, dog, wholeheartedly. Nothing surprised me when it comes to LeBron. He's like he's like Trump. I, there's nothing that surprises me anymore. Like, in his just mad softness that mad is LeBron softness. James, I just... I don't... I'm never surprised when it gets softer. That's <laughs> LeBron James. That's LeBron James. LeBron James... LeBron, LeBron James, James, LeBron James. <laughs> well, anyway, Vic, yo, oh, man. do uh, do white lives matter to you? Because they matter to me. Unless you're a fucking Nazi, in that case, you can go to hell, and Suck I can a give dick. a fuck about you. Yeah, from the back, <laughs> a big one too. I need you. I need you to take the full load, not just bits and pieces. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> just know that if you're a fucking neo-Nazi, I expect you to take the full load. Okay, the full entire. Oh, load. <laughs> uh huh. So okay. anyway, uh, Shelbysville, Tennessee, Vic. I don't think we'd ever be talking about Shel- Shel- Shelbyville, Tennessee. Um, okay. <clears throat> about 300 white nationalists and neo-Nazis took to the streets of the small Tennessee city of Shelbyville uh, this past Saturday to protest uh-huh. refugee resettlement in the state. I guess they had their phrase, Vic. They were out there. They were letting you know the White Lives Matter rally. Again, this is nothing <laughs> that you say. Word? Like, first of all, how thinking outside the box, right? Like, that's what you came up with? White, <laughs> white lives matter? 
<laughs> like, like you couldn't be. You it just nah. You know, I'm gonna be different. Nah, fuck that. They white, were, white, they, were stumped, Ab, they were stumped. They were stumped. Evan, you know, just like just like when when uh you know some white people get stumped, they go ahead and steal from people oh, of color. Ab. They wow, go ahead and steal from damn. people of color. Victor, you talk about Elvis, Elvis did it. Oh, Victor, you're disgusting. <laughs> who else, Vic? Who else? Who else steals? Well, I, can't think, I can't think. I can't think of it right now. Eric Clapton <laughs> for sure. Eric Clapton. <laughs> Eric Clapton. Stole Buddy Holly. Molly. Buddy Holly. I heard also took some stuff. Um, Jesus Christ. Who? Who else? Vic. Eminem. Eminem? That's not important Eminem? right now. What I'm Still saying is, is uh. <laughs> Lotto, I, Lotto. I don't fit you. No, he got bars. I can't even. Justin say that. Bieber. Ooh, that's yo. Ooh, that's probably that's, that's probably the worst one. That's but you know what though? I'm I can't even hate on Justin Bieber because Justin Bieber kind of said, you know I what? Can't. I'm gonna I'm gonna go full I'm gonna go full fledged, and he, I think he thought he was black for a minute. Like I really think he thought he was black for like a <laughs> for like a hot that's, second. That's a, that's a conversation for another day. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, what's a, what about this conversation, Vic? It's so funny how irrational some of this thinking is with these right wing groups. They're out here. Woe is me crying about how they feel like they're being exterminated from the country. It's it's stupid. It's so dumb and irrational. Yeah. And and the fact that you're complaining that people that are literally in some of the worst situations imaginable around the world are getting help to come here is ridiculous. And and I mean I I I probably bet that a lot of these people claim to be good Christians. Ooh, Vic, you were reading my mind. Like you were literally, like literally, ah, you, took my, you took the words out of my mouth. Ha ha. So th- these whole like <laughs> <laughs> so this this whole idea that fuck them, go back to where you came from is not necessarily the most Christian idea you can come up with. Yeah. Seriously. It is actually one of the least Christian ideas you can come up with. Well, you have to remember, Vic. I honestly feel that these people think. I mean, you can read into the Bible however you want. I guess. I guess it's subjective, but um, I guess again, most of these people really think that somewhere in this Bible it states that the white race is a superior race and whatever. You know what I mean? But like these people are, you know, these people are obviously sick, right? We know this, right? So this. This uh-huh. White Lives Matter rally, it was organized by some of the same groups involved in the Virginia March uh, in August. Uh, the okay. same one that, you know, uh, turned a little crazy and they had that lady who was run over and was killed. Yep. And as you said, they came out protesting a refugee settlement. And and the crazier part, the craziest part about this, Vic, is when I was reading this, it said that over the last, what, close to 10, 10 years or so? I think uh-huh. a, a total of 18,000 refugees have been uh, resettled in Tennessee, which is one fucking percent of the population in the whole state of Tennessee. Like, it's just so it's so irrational, the fear that white people have. And Eb, I hear over and over Eb, that. They're really afraid of. Being treated the way we were treated as people of color, as people that were in power or people that were the majority. And when they see the demographics of the country changing, that's what they're scared of. 
They're scared that the whatever group go, goes ahead and becomes the majority is going to say, ha ha, our turn now, you know, and lick their chops and fucking treat them <laughs> like shit. Uh, you know, that's it's 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 ridiculous and it's sad and it's uh, it, it's so crazy. It's so crazy that people are so willing to be open about the racism now. Wow. Yeah, and it's true, man. And, you know, like a lot of these people, like you said, it's exactly that. They're they're afraid that they're going to get ousted, which is crazy because Black Lives Matter started, you know, since they're trying to make uh, essentially fun of it. Right. And they're trying to parody it. Uh, Black Lives Matter started because people are actually being killed, like yeah. literally being murdered, killed, uh-huh. you know, by police. These guys are just doing it because they think that they're going to get exterminated, although extermination usually consists of actually exterminating something, meaning you're actually killing something. That's <laughs> not happening at all. You know, I mean, as, a, as last time I checked, I think the majority of this country is like 64 percent white. <laughs> I think something like that, which is pretty fucking wild. And then everything else is just all over the place. But I have one guy here, Brad Griffin, saying that we don't want the federal government to keep dumping all these refugees into middle Tennessee. Word. Is that what they're doing? <laughs> like the government is coming in like, here you go, guys. Hey, here you go. Here's a, here's a new Good batch. Luck. Here's, a new, <laughs> here's a new batch. Good luck. Here. Do, do, with, do, with <laughs> them with, Jesus do with them with what you will. Like, like you're not, they're not throwing sacks of rice on you, you fucking clown. Like, these are people literally escaping fucking death, torture, all the shit that you probably don't want to be in. And like you said, you're a fucking Christian. Those are not Christian values. And it doesn't, nowhere, nowhere in the Bible have I read where it says you're okay as long as you're not a refugee. Never. I've never seen that anywhere, actually. Not, not one place. As a matter of fact, I think you're supposed to do the opposite. You're supposed to let people in. Right, give me your huddled masses and all that. That's that's actually on our. That's actually on the. That's on the. On the that's on the Statue of Liberty. Hey, that's not Jesus. Hey, listen, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, dog. Facts don't matter here. Okay, Jesus said it. <laughs> <laughs> um, you've heard of the group Antifa, right, Vic? Yes, Antifa. Uh huh. Okay, I think I saw you at a rally one day with a fucking. Hey, no, no, don't put that out there. <laughs> Let's not put that out there. Anyway, yo, I was, and I don't know if this is real or if it's fake. But I've been reading, and I don't know if it's propaganda. I don't know if it's propaganda, but I'm reading that on November fourth, which is this Saturday, something big is about to come from Antifa. Uh, I keep reading yeah, that. I don't know if you don't know what it is. I don't think we should talk about it. <laughs> I mean, I, I think heard we can, this Vic. thing that's gonna happen about this thing. <laughs> Listen, all I can tell you is Google or YouTube Antifa November fourth, and I was like, "Word, is that like the Civil War is about to happen?" That's literally what uh, some of these guys are talking about. We'll figure it out, Vic. It's about the Antifa rallies. Not it's gonna be it's gonna be Vic with a black bandana and a fucking club. Hey, I'm just slow to be in, be at rallies, Eb. In a trash can, fucking trash can <laughs> lid, slamming. The... I'm too slow. I got bad knees. I can't. I can't be at rallies. It's just just Vic. You'll see Vic with a fucking trash can lid in a club, just slamming. Yo, bah, my knees are as bah. bad as Patrick Ewing's are right now, so I can't. Damn. Like, nah, I can't. Yeah, you know, sometimes I wake up and I walk around walking like OJ. We get it. We get it. You got bad knees. We get it. We anyway. Get it. <laughs> oh, shit, man. Well, hey, listen. Speaking about bad knees, every person that I've gone to see at Walmart, Vic, is literally <laughs> the slowest and most incompetent person I've ever come across in my life. <laughs> 
<laughs> I like how it vaguely, how it vaguely uh, uh, you know, connects to the last thing we said. But okay. Yo. <laughs> so, I thought this. I thought this was an pretty funny fucking. I mean, it's not funny because it's kind of fucked up when you really think about it. But uh, uh-huh. Walmart announced that it will actually employ robots at about fifty U.S. locations uh, in the very, very, very near future uh, to help reshelving. And I'm putting reshelving in quotations um, because I think it's just another way of saying like, "Hey, yo, uh, Sandra, guess what? Your job's on the line." <laughs> like, <laughs> we don't need you anymore essentially what you're saying so um walmart like said sandra, that sandra we're gonna have to have you uh <laughs> train your new uh your new robot your new person's gonna, <laughs> the, you're gonna have to train the person who's gonna replace you r2d2 come over here <laughs> beep, boop, beep, boop, beep. <laughs> johnny five like, listen come on over here yo. <laughs> yeah man and, so yeah, it's, yeah, you know what? It's I mean, this just goes down to it. Uh, one of the reasons why I just I can't really get behind any of the uh, the economical stances that the right puts up. When it comes down to it, every company is gonna look at their bottom line and never look at the humanity of their employees. Yeah. They're gonna look at any way they can cut a corner, even if it's m- slightly illegally. It's going to be, does it save me two cents a day? If it does, I don't care that it eliminates a job. Eb, you got to remember that these nighttime stocking jobs are probably what they pay for as far as salaries the most. Because these people usually work overnight and they usually work 12 or 13 hours. And you got to pay for their fucking medical benefits. Yeah, and you got to, yeah, if you're working that long, you got to pay medical benefits and... You know, if you can get replaced by a robot, which unfortunately seems like eventually that's the road we're going down. I mean, let's keep it funky, though, Vic. Listen, you're talking about cutting corners. I'm almost sure that Walmart employees are cutting corners on a regular (laughs) basis. All right. So Walmart came out with a statement and said that the robots will be used to check for out of stock items, incorrect prices and wrong or missing labels. Uh, and in some of the selected locations, uh, robots will be seen navigating aisles, scanning the shelves. And the robot is able to alert employees if an item is out of stock or does not have the correct price tag. And I quote, this new shelf scanning technology frees up time for our associates to focus on what they tell us are the most important and exciting parts of working at Walmart, serving customers and selling merchandise. Get the fuck fuck out of here. Seriously. (laughs) Get the fuck all the way out of here. (laughs) Like, yo, that's the shit that we all put on the fucking survey when they pass them out at work. Like, hey, can you tell us what's the best part? Like, oh, yeah, I love fucking helping people. Not really. I fucking, (laughs) I hate people and I don't like working. I have yet to go to a fucking Walmart dog and gone up to one of these fucking employees and then be ex- fucking ecstatic to help me out. Like, I've never come up like, hey, do you know where the bath towels are? Absolutely. Come with me to aisle 12 so I can show you in the plethora of fucking bath towels that we have. Never in my life, dog. If anything, when they see me walking up, dog, they all disperse like fucking roaches, dog. <laughs> all of a sudden, the smallest girl is pushing a fucking pallet of Gatorade. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, bitch, I just want to know where the fucking extension cords are at. None of you want to talk to me. <laughs> 
Vic, these are lies. These are lies, Vic. I don't know anyone that's been like, yo, I love working at Walmart. And I love helping people, too. Like, that's I mean, my favorite thing. To do. If, you, if you work for minimum wage, work the hours that they do, too, because they usually try to cut corners so they don't have to make you a full-time employee. Yeah. You'd probably be pissed, too, though, eh? So, I mean, I get it, but Walmart is not Target. <laughs> Target, I've gotten a lot more friendly help, but Walmart is just a place that you go when you know what you're going to go get and you know where it's at. Yeah, you get a decent price. Like, that's all it really is. But I feel like everybody at Walmart has, like, a fucking social phobia, dog, at least with customers. Because, like, every time you walk up to one, dog, it's just like, why are you even asking me a question? Like, motherfucker, because you got the Walmart, you got the fucking vest on. What do you mean? So, <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know, dog. But again, let's keep it funky, dog. If you if you own a company and you know some of these people at Walmart, dog, are probably smoking blunts on their lunch break, dog, taking like 35-minute <laughs> breaks, you know what I mean? And then you have a robot that doesn't, doesn't need any of that, you know what I mean? Like, you're probably going to be like, it's probably more cost-efficient to do that. But I, I really think that these fucking, these robots, they may be there to help shelve, dog, but I really feel that they're there more just to snitch, dog. <laughs> this is like walk down the aisles and look at everyone talking and then just report back to the manager like, yo, fucking Sandra. Uh, oh, he's stealing. <laughs> <laughs> yo, I saw Sandra. She's asleep in the fucking, in the back. She's been gone for, she's, she's been gone. She's on top of that kitty litter. <laughs> <laughs> she's been gone for 35 minutes, John. I need you to get on top of that. Like, Y'all, this shit sound like the end, dog. This shit sound like it's getting very, very close where you're going to go to Walmart and you're going to be, you're going to see nothing but fucking androids just going up and down the fucking aisles and you're going to get no customer service, dog, where you're just going to be following a robot around. Like you, you're going to be following a fucking Roomba around, dog, everywhere. Like, yo, where, where's the catnip? Yo, yo, <laughs> sorry, please input your, yo, where's the fucking cat food at? It's just going to take off, dog. Nah. Fuck that. And how long is it going to take before these fucking robots is be like, yo, man, fuck this. This is for the birds, man. I ain't got no benefits. You motherfuckers be working me 24 <laughs> hours a day. Fuck that, dog. I'm, hey, Bob, I'm taking my break. Fuck you. I'm coming. I'll be back when I be back. All right. Oh, shit. I'm going to go smoke this Dutch. Be right back. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I mean, it's no surprise that Walmart would be a company that would be on this. Like I said, they're looking for any little chance they can try to cut a dollar to fuck over their employees so it's not a surprise man um but fuck them we'll see what happens so Eb, i think we should hit him with the last story Eb. Hit, hit him with one more before we leave all right big hit him with the quete dog hit him up so Eb, do you remember the young lady named chrisette michelle that went ahead and played at Donald Trump's inauguration. I do remember Chrisette Michelle. As a matter of fact, I remember her wearing a garment that was defiling the fucking American flag the same way that <laughs> Miss Tommy Loren uh, wore recently. Uh, I do remember Chrisette Michelle. It turns out that that was not the best business decision she's ever made. <laughs> nah, you don't say. <laughs> You don't say, so, Vic. You mean everyone telling her that it was the worst mistake that she would ever make? <laughs> like that, that didn't tip her off? She recently posted on social media that ever since the inauguration, 
she has been dropped from her label <laughs> with an, with an album in the can, by the way, that yeah. she said that she poured her heart and soul into. <laughs> she has she has fallen into depression, oh. into deep depression and thoughts of suicide and suicidal tendencies. And also that she and also that she had a miscarriage since and that she has been pretty much blackballed by the black community in America. I read all this and, and I kind of said, you got warned about this. Like, <laughs> yeah, like straight Everyone up. Everyone told you. Everyone <laughs> told you. People are not going to support you. <laughs> you. You're supporting this fucking clown. That's, now we all see what we already knew what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. He's acting the way he's acting and we all knew what was going to happen. And worse. Except for you. Except for you. You were the one that had faith in him the fuck out of here we all knew what was gonna happen and we let you know what was gonna happen and now you're over here like don't get me wrong i feel bad that she has suicidal tendencies i feel bad that she had a miscarriage you know no one should have to go through that but the fact that you're upset because fans aren't sticking by you and your label is not gonna put something out that no one's gonna buy because they're not fucking with you anymore is no surprise to me yeah People told you that was going to, like, I don't know if you thought people were lying or, I mean, they told you, like, yo, we're not going to fuck with you no more. Like, yo, this might fuck up your career. And you were just like, nah, I got more faith in Donald Trump. Donald Trump didn't even show up to the fucking thing. Like, he wasn't even there. It's like a waste <laughs> of time. I don't know what, what surprises me more. The fact that that she didn't see it coming <laughs> or the fact that she would even be willing to put her career at risk. Listen. Again, my thing is just, yo, you were warned, you were told. So I don't, I don't have, listen, the fact that, that you got dropped by your label and then no one's supporting you as far as your career goes. Listen, I have no sympathy for that. It's the same people. I, it's, it's kind of like the, 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 the fucking immigrants who knew they had no legal status here who were voting for Donald Trump. And you're like, yo, this man is going to get you out. And yep. then he got elected and then he got you out. And then you were crying, <laughs> like, yo, he told you what was going to go happen. Like, I don't get it. Like, yo, when someone tells you what it is, believe him. Like, you thought he was just playing? Like, yo, I'm going to I'm gonna deport you, but I'm not. Like, no, he straight up said he's going to deport you. And now that he, you're getting deported, you want to cry? Like, nope. nah, sorry. You know, it don't, don't work that way. It is what it is. I told you. <laughs> like, right? Like, the fuck? I don't get it, Vic. Yeah. I really don't get it. I'm, I'm like, I'm still kind of like... I'm confused because it's just like, yo, you're crying, but you were told, like, they told you shut up, like, yo, this is going to happen. And I didn't, I didn't quite remember. Was she, was she someone that supported him or just decided to nah, do she was the inauguration? Do the, the inauguration and she was going to play and everyone told her it was on yeah, Twitter. Okay. okay. Was, so, so she didn't necessarily say that she supported was him. A, oh a yeah. Trump okay. Supporter. So that's the problem, man. Like, when you look when you look at the situation, if you're deciding whether or not you're gonna play his inauguration, you gotta look. Okay, who was the artist at the last inauguration? Oh, Beyonce, the most popular singer in the world. Am I on Beyonce's level? Why am I being asked? Damn. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like you dropped several rungs when you get to Chrisette Michelle when the last person was Beyonce. Like don't get me wrong, I don't I don't know her music, 
And from what I've heard, this sh- from what I heard, she has pipes, and that's cool. But <laughs> you got to think about these things. These are career moves. These are career enders. <laughs> yeah, dog. Like seriously, it wasn't like um, you know, like it wasn't one of these decisions that one of us makes. You know, where it's just like, yo, we're gonna either gonna go all in or we're gonna go all out. Like, what are we gonna do? We're gonna take a risk, not knowing the outcome. But dog, if I knew that I was gonna lose all my money, dog, I'm not gonna go and do that. Like, if someone told like, yo, Eb, don't invest in that business, you're literally gonna lose every like, every but single this, penny. But this is a problem that only a POC could have because. If it was a white artist, it doesn't matter, right? Like, either people are going to say, yeah, figures, mm. or just kind of pass on it. Yeah, no, that's the think, way it is. Do you think if Justin Timberlake did that, do you think he would have the same backlash? Is that what you're saying? Not the same backlash, absolutely not. Justin Timberlake, but then again, Justin Timberlake is a very talented man. But he would have some backlash, but it wouldn't be to this level. He wouldn't lose all his fans. You don't think so? No. Nah. Now... Mm. A person that you maybe only have heard of because, you know, you discovered her young or whatever. You discovered someone early and and then they do something like this so early in their career. Like, that's it. I'm sorry. You, you haven't earned enough credibility in the industry to do whatever you want. I mean, she, you know was, trying, she was trying to do this whole, like, yo, it's unity. We... Trying to build a bridge. It's like, yo, no one wants now, that bridge. That. No one fuck wants that, that bridge. We're cool. We go take we go take the long way. <laughs> Eb, that only works that only works if you can't clearly see what's gonna happen. There are there are presidents that you wouldn't have a problem doing that with. If if like let's say Mitt Romney would have been elected instead of Barack Obama, you probably wouldn't have the same problem. But Donald Trump is no Mitt Romney. Not and that's that's saying something incredibly important because I don't like Mitt Romney. But the difference between Mitt Romney and Donald Trump is the fact that Mitt Romney is a person that you can disagree with on political issues. And Donald Trump is a person you disagree with on simple being a human issues. Yeah. So that's the difference. You're not, you're not being a uniter. You're not being a uniter. You're being a patsy. She was being a patsy, and that's what was going on. She was being the token. That's all it was. I hate to say it. She was being a token. Yeah, I so, mean, she got a check so from you, it, I'm sure. Th- and that's fine. That's probably going to be her last check. <laughs> she definitely ain't going to be at the BET experience. I'll tell you that much right now. I will. <laughs> <laughs> so I, it's, just, it's just, to me, it's like, okay, you're surprised. Uh, sorry. Like, <laughs> like I, I'm sorry you're going through very difficult, difficult times. But as a human, you. as they one human you. to another human, I'm sorry that you're going through depression. I'm sorry that you lost a baby. It's very sad. But in a professional sense, you were warned. There's no, there's no going around it. And I mean, to be fair, some of that stress that she's going through. It, all of it is usually is pretty much directly leading back to that decision. Mm-hmm. I feel I still feel bad that she's going through it, but she could have avoided it herself. For every action, there's a reaction, Vic. So, yeah. and you can't dictate what people's reactions are going to be. But if they're telling you what their reaction is going to be, that's your own fucking Believe fault. Yep. Yeah, that's your own fucking <laughs> fault. 
if someone was like, hey, you can't talk about Michael Irving or else I'm going to stop listening to it. And all our listeners on the Buffet Boys, we're not <laughs> yeah. going to talk about Michael Irving. <laughs> yeah, like if, if you're telling me that 99.9% of our listeners are fucking avid. Um, damn, who do, we, who do we fucking clown on a regular basis here, Vic? Lonzo Ball. Yeah, if they're like huge Lonzo Ball or like Little Bow Wow fucking fans and they're like, listen. If you don't stop talking about Little Bauer or Alonzo Ball, we're going to stop supporting you altogether. And that was like our core. Then, you know, chances are we're going to stop talking about Alonzo Ball and Shad Moss. <laughs> we'll move on to some other clown. But, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? But we can't, like, start talking about him. And then me and Vic are at the crib like, damn, dog. Like, yo, I don't feel good. What happened? Yeah. <laughs> Like, where do you think we went wrong? Like, what happened? Like, we got a percent. We got like 35 spins this week. What happened? Like, I don't know, Ev. I thought we dropped a fire. I thought we dropped a fire episode. I don't, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Man, man. Well, I guess we got to come up with these jokes for Little Bow Wow and fucking Lonzo Ball for next week. Like, no. (laughs) Like, you would just be like, you know what? Maybe that's just not a topic that I'll touch. Yo. You know, the funny thing is, like, Chris, I think Chrisette Michelle did it because Chrisette Michelle, she was like, like a B R&B singer, like a B, you know, not, uh-huh. she ain't Beyonce. She's not, she wasn't Rihanna. She wasn't one of these, like, huge megastars, right? She was, okay. she was a singer. She was out there. She was in these streets. You know what I mean? Like, she was like, oh, shit, yeah, Chrisette Michelle, she's cool. She's, she's like opening up for a couple acts. You know what I mean? That's cool. It is, and it's popping, and and she probably would have got some more clout as she went along, right? But I feel like she tried doing this, thinking that this was going to catapult her into a bigger spotlight. But if they're, if people are, if the fans are telling you like, "Yo, you are fucking up," <laughs> like, do not take that. There's a reason why a countless amounts of fucking artists were like, "Nah, no, nah." Even white artists were like, "Nope." I ain't touching that. <laughs> Fuck that. You must be stupid if you think I'm losing that money. Bottom line, in almost everything, you got to be careful what you attach your name to. Your name is, you know, is very precious. And if you besmirch that name, most of the time it's really hard to clean it up again. Look at Harvey Weinstein. There you and go. His, well, I mean, he associates. hasn't done anything to make himself better. He's He really fucked up. He, yeah. he done fucked up big time so uh, i have no sympathy for him i have a little sympathy for for chrisette but <laughs> i mean i'm not comparing chrisette michelle to harvey weinstein I'm <laughs> just we're talking about names like, like <laughs> hot take no man i'm just saying you know names you know you, you it's your name it's something that you want to protect right because now yeah what is chrisette michelle going to be known for what is harvey weinstein going to be known for what are all these people that when like you know your your um your what's it called precede you, Vic? Like your fucking um, uh, the perception of of your of your character, self. your name, your fucking yeah. brand, your everything. You know what I mean? Like that, like your reputation. That's really what yep. it is. Your reputation is besmirched. Like who's gonna want to work with Chrisette Michelle? Chrisette Michelle will never drop a fucking album that anyone's gonna want to listen to. If she right? wants to come on the buffet, boys, though, I will, I will allow it. I don't know, Vic. I don't know if I want to be in the presence. Hey, I, I want to hear what she like, got to say. I want to see what she has to say. If she want to come on here, we'll let her talk and see what's up. Yo, hey, listen, Mich- hey, if 
it, you wouldn't, you know, Chrisette Michelle fell off crazy, dog, if she's doing like <laughs> interviews with you and I. Like, like, if it got to that point where it's just like, yo, next week on the buffet, boys, we got Chrisette Michelle, y'all. Like, you'd be like, yo, like, no. <laughs> that's, that's how bad it's getting, dog. Like, we're just fucking talking it's through like, the Facebook the messenger and shit. <laughs> the interview starts by me saying, what are you doing? <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> so, Chrisette, uh, walk us through the decision that you made uh, with Donald Trump. Well, I, mean, I don't really want to talk about that right now. You know, I just really want to focus on my album. I'm like, oh, shit, you got an album? <laughs> like, yo, we're like, no, we ain't even here to talk about music. Listen, we ain't even here to talk about What's it on music. SoundCloud? <laughs> we got it on <laughs> <laughs> yo shout out to soundcloud real quick chrisette you know what i mean like yo let them let them know where they can find you at fucking chrisettemichelle.tk because she can't afford the dot com anymore <laughs> and on that anyway. note <laughs> on that note on that note that, that's gonna be it for us this week uh make sure you follow us on instagram and twitter buffet underscore boys let us know who you think had the worst costume we're gonna have a poll on there also, you can find us on our website, buffetboyspodcast.tk, because we can't afford the .com yet. You know, shout out to the UML Network, Ed. Hit us with the outro, man. Yo, you know what it is? Episode 44, the Barry Obama episode. You feel me? <laughs> uh, again, big shout out to the UML Network. Big shout out to the Sweats and Suits podcast. We saw you guys at the uh, Milwaukee Podcast Festival. Saw you up there with the Idiots doing big, big things man big things big things even though yep. it is even though it is a babylon thing but either way you know hey you're doing your thing can can <laughs> knock that uh but again shout out to all, everyone else on the email network twisted sisters uh two shots uh, what, what, two shots of rio what is it called no <laughs> this just sound like a hey, drink right y'all let me get y'all let, yo, let me get two shots of rio two over here in pod, <laughs> two reels in a pod <laughs> the fucking bubbles on sports um Fucking uh, Jesus Christ, man! I'm... Geek Geek Squad. Oh yeah, Geek Squad. That's no, right. Geek Geek Set. Oh shit! <laughs> We're yeah. fucking all going here. Vic, I've been drinking. I'm sorry. Listen, no. Oh shit! But y'all listen. Yeah, What's my out, excuse? Shout out to Shout out to the Geek Set Podcast. Shout out to Twisted Sisters. Shout out to uh, Sweats and Tooth Podcast. Shout out to mm-hmm. the Urban Mobile Life Network. Shout out to Moguls on Sports. Uh, thank you for mobile lounge the mobile lounge yeah you know appreciate all that love Uh, thanks again to Point Dexter thanks to everyone out there helping us and pushing us and and keeping us you know in the rotation Uh, listen we're gonna be back next week for episode 45 the real spooky episode the Donald Trump episode You know what I mean? So, hey, listen, we're going to be back next week podcasting for the culture, bringing more knowledge for your brain, more culture for your soul, and more bullshit for your week. It's your boy, the Salvadoran Sensation, La Semilla de Marañón, Trayano de Sonido Salvadoreño. It's your boy, Vic. Peace. Hey.